Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. CSPN Roundtable, Leon Costello, the athletic director at Montana State University, uh, just a moment from now. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, check it out on the podcast, the Two Telling and One is podcast, available wherever you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, download it, listen, subscribe, all that stuff. We appreciate it. And then you have it at your disposal on your time. Very, very nice to have that little thing going on there. It's available thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel and Blackfoot Communications. 329-1899 is the phone number. All guests joined us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Coming up here in about 20 minutes, we'll do another Wing It Wednesday. But right now, it is time for our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Coulter, Paradise Falls, uh, helping us out with this thing uh, for better part of a year. In fact, a little over a year now. So we certainly appreciate them in this. And you went over to Bo. Well, we both went over to Bozeman, but you went over a day early to uh, get some things done. You did the show from Bozeman, uh, from the Universal Athletic there on Friday. And you stopped by uh, Montana State's Athletic Department and spoke with Leon Costello, the Athletic Director, about a number of different things. I thought this was a really interesting and uh, an educational interview that you did with him. So I'm happy for folks to get to listen to this. Kudos to Montana State for their uh, continued superb sports information department and their continued superb open door policy. I think with public education, being transparent is very crucial. And I think that the variability of transparency across the state of Montana, across the Big Sky Conference is vast and those that aren't following the lead of Montana State are falling behind. And I think that there's no question in my mind why Montana State is one of, if not the thriving universities in the in the conference, as well as one of, if not the most thriving small universities in the Western United States. I mean, they have done an unbelievable job, and it starts from the top down. Wadid Cruzado, I think, when we're, when we're old and gray, we will look back and say, 
who changed the face of Montana more than any other person during our primes as adults? And I think we'll look to Wadhead Cruzado as one of those people. I really think that what she's done at Montana State over the last 10 to 12 years has been nothing short of spectacular. And I think that's why they've overtaken Montana in almost every academic realm. And we were talking off the top about their dining halls and their dorms and all those things. I mean, she raised $400 million. That's crazy. That is a lot. They have such uh, momentum right now in terms of fundraising that she just did a, a give big day on campus where people could just check the athletics box if they wanted to. And they ended up raising over $300,000 in one day, including over $30,000 that the athletic department gets to keep just because people said, okay, I'll put a little extra in the envelope and give it to sports. The, uh, it's it's a, it's interesting to watch the way that they've gone about things, but I appreciate Leon Costello. Uh, when he first got hired, it was under, um, it was under tenuous circumstances because they hired Kyle Brennan from the University of Utah, and Kyle Brennan came to Bozeman, and he was on the job for a little over a week, and then he said... I can't do it. And he made up a bunch of excuses that a lot of people didn't like to hear. And he um, went back to his post at the University of Utah. And so they scrambled and they hired their second choice. And, you know, what what an exciting moment for a guy that is then dissipated a little bit because of exactly. everyone knows you're the second right, choice. Right, and like right. that's tough for a guy like Leon, who's such a nice guy, but I think he's doing a great job. I think that the culture that they're building, I told you this after I left the interview, I, I often struggle with um, people that aren't just hard, edgy. Matter of fact. And I don't really know how uh, to, I don't really, I'm not really f- familiar with, just because of the way I grew up, leadership styles that are anything but just direct and based on toughness and just bowling people over and just, you know, get what you want and take it and all that sort of stuff. But the family culture, the friendliness, the love each other atmosphere that they have at Montana State Athletics right now, it's 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 pretty interesting to watch. And I think it's what new age college athletics is becoming. And I think that Leon Costello deserves a ton of credit for it. But appreciate him for having an open door, letting me drop in. I mean, I, I, I just I called the day before and said, is there any way Leon has 20 minutes? And he said, sure, come on by. So I appreciate him for being open. But this is an interesting conversation. Uh, and just one correction there. Uh, later in life, you'll be old and gray. I will be old and bald. Okay? So that's the way that's going to go. I can feel it coming. Boys and girls, our ESPN roundtable, thanks to Paradise Falls with the athletic director of Montana State University, Leon Costello. A week or two ago, Eastern Washington came out with the faculty report saying we should cut athletics or maybe we should drop down. And one of the things they said was they didn't think that there was any enrichment happening on the campus through athletics. And now Northern Colorado today said something similar, how maybe they want to cut football. But we dove into the numbers and just the subsidies that teams get from, or the athletic departments get from the school. And I mean, Montana State and Montana, the only two that get less than half the money. Yeah. From the institution, and then when we were comparing it to numbers from, you know, Nevada, Fresno State, Utah State, you guys are still getting right. On, you know, you're on par with those schools, even, right. which is amazing, impressive. But it seems to me, if you look around the Big Sky Conference, this community, this campus, has had a more positive relationship between academics and athletics, and I think everybody kind of sees 
the benefit of the full circle, right? So, I mean, how much do you think, what role do you hope athletics plays on this campus? Well, one, one is we have to take care of our business on campus. Right. And, and that's, we talked, so I just talked about academics. Yeah. We've got to make sure that our student athletes are doing what they need to do academically. That, that enriches our relationships and our conversations with faculty members, with deans, uh, with vice presidents. Uh, we need to make sure that we do things the right way. If we're going to miss class, we need to make sure that our student athletes are having conversations ahead of time with faculty members to let them know, hey, look, we're going on a trip and uh, I'm going to miss class. Here's my missed class sheet. Doing those things on the front side instead of waiting until after it happens. And, you know, the whole the the old adage of asking for forgiveness you right, know, later. Right. That We want to make sure we do everything on the front side. And so we have those positive relationships on campus. And then when you tie together the academics along with, you know, the community service hours that we do every year, but also with the athletic successes, it's an unbelievable story. And I think this campus does a great job under the leadership of President Cruzado of using athletics as a front porch, but using our events as an engagement tool uh, for others. And Mm -hmm. so bring... You know, if you're a college on campus, bring somebody to a football game and and do business. You know, whether you're fundraising or you're engaging or you're just trying to connect, right. our events are a great connection tool for that. And uh, I think the relationships that we have uh, from myself and all of our staff members on and on campus are, are really strong. Yeah. And I think, it, but it starts with our coaches recruiting great student athletes that do great in the classroom, but they put an emphasis on academics and that's where it all starts. And it's, it's so interesting too, because I think Montana state does this as bad as well or better than anybody in the league too, is that the the kids seem like not only are they high academic achievers, but they're just leaders in the sectors of the student population too. And when I hear the school say that they don't think the athletes enrich it, I mean, even at schools that don't have the same academic prestige, it seems as if the kids are enriching the campus community just because of the level of maturity you have to have to be a Division One athlete. It seems like here that's happening better than anywhere else. I think so. I think if you look across the board from our uh, sports teams and what our student-athletes are engaging in outside of their sport, mm-hmm. um, Exactly right. I think they're in leadership positions. They're naturally set up to be leaders because this is what they've done mm-hmm. um, their entire lives. Is they've been in athletics. They've been doing, uh, you know, they've been in junior high, high school, college, doing these types of things, and they've put themselves in a position to manage their time in order to be able to get these things accomplished. And um, you know, a lot of times they have it down to a, to a science, and that helps them more than anything. But again, I think it goes back to our are coaches recruiting student athletes that have played a lot of different sports that have won at a lot of different levels that that they have set themselves up to be successful which enables them to maybe step into those roles big announcement over homecoming you guys are breaking ground soon i'm assuming yeah so you've achieved the first goal of this gigantic fundraising um i guess project that you guys have but when you're the athletic director Football is obviously the main revenue maker at Montana State. This year was a tremendous year for Montana State, going all the way to the semifinals. But when you're trying to weigh, you know, the whole athletic department, how do you make? Sure, I mean, how do you keep everybody happy? It's impossible to keep everybody happy yeah. all the time. But when you're deciding what's going to be next, how does that process work? Uh, you involve. You engage all, all the coaches in the programs, and uh, that's how we started this with. Then that's why we started this with phase one because of the direct 
benefit and impact it would have to all of our programs um, by creating more space in the field house, getting more, you know, better access times in the weight room and training rooms and, and places, uh, uh, support areas uh, for student athletes. But I think the same for the next one is going to be the same thing is, hey, we're going to sit down as uh, we have. Uh, separate head coaches meetings where they, they meet with uh, our leadership uh, team as a staff and we'll talk about these things and then we'll meet with them individually and say what, what are now that we have this completed what are the next steps what do you need now knowing we have this coming to be successful mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll lay it out and, and make the best decision that we can make with the information that the coaches and student athletes and the programs give us and that's the, that's the way it works um, because we need everybody to buy in um, you know we're not Ohio State and we're not Michigan where we can just throw tens of millions of dollars at these things we right. need everybody to buy in and everybody then becomes a fundraiser because when Daniel Jones or Danny Sprinkle or Trisha Binford or Lyle Weiss is out in the community and they're talking about the Bobcat Athletic Complex and how good it's going to be for our program and their program specifically, that's a powerful message. And that needs to continue on down the line with anything, any capital campaign we're going to do or even any fundraising campaign we're going to do. It has to have an impact on the individual programs. Coulter, I don't know about you, but anymore, I just imagine the internet like taking a walk in the park. What do I mean by that? Well, basically, anybody can watch me all the time because I'm in the most public of places, no matter what it is that I'm doing. Even if I'm sitting at a a restaurant talking and my phone sitting there, I assume the president's listening to me because this is the level of paranoia I've got. If I ever had a business that had to function online, I don't know what I would do. Actually, yes, I do. I would be completely secure with Blackfoot Communications because I know at least they know how to keep this thing locked, secured, and private for me as a business owner. Your level of paranoia is certainly concerning, but also in some ways justified because this day and age, you do have to keep yourself safe. We have electronic tracking devices in our pockets. We're on the computer all the time, and you never know when the bad guys might come to get your information and all sorts of other things as well. Blackfoot certainly has you covered when it comes to keeping you secure. At Blackfoot Communications, they do deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup, all of it for businesses across the great state of Montana. They ensure your company's network is online all the time, safe, secure, and running as it needs to be. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. What's the future for football just in terms of keeping up in the, the arms race that is the Big Sky Conference now? You know, I, I think it's um, we just have to make sure that we keep an eye on what's going on with the college landscape. And right. you know better than anybody that it seems like every day we wake up and something's changing. <laughs> um, now, we have to let the dust settle on a lot of these things. Um, but we have to – I think it goes for football, but I think it goes for all of our other programs is – we have to see ourselves in, in whatever legislation comes about, and we have to set ourselves up to be successful. And when we're successful, we, you know, we don't have to really worry about other things. And so how can we use these things that are going to be coming down the, the road as far as legislation? How can we insert ourselves to set ourselves up and our programs up to be more successful? And I think that's what we have to do these days. Is we just have to make sure that we do our research and we do our homework on how it's going to affect us and then make sure that the effect is a, is a positive benefit for us. Jeff Choate, uh, very good at planting the seed at some of the things that he wants to push the agenda on. And, yeah. you know, he talked a lot about cost of attendance, yeah. and then all of a sudden that became a storyline. So yeah. 
I think that people misunderstand some of the cost of attendance stuff though. First of all, the one thing that I think people don't understand is that this is, you have to have it for every student athlete, right? No. This is, you don't, you no. can just have it for football. Well, it has to be, so it's a financial aid um, allotment. So right. cost of attendance is, is a financial aid number. And so for us, since it's financial aid, uh, if you look at a, a scholarship, there's five components to a scholarship. Right. There's uh, tuition, fees, room, and board and books, right? right? Cost of attendance, if you look on any university website to financial aid, you'll see the number per school. And right. it's, it's it varies per school where you're at. Right. Um, it has to do with the cost of living in the community and things like that. Correct. Right? Yeah. So title, you know, we have to make sure title nine wise that we are compliant with title nine wise. And it has to be the allocation that we give to whether it's male student athletes or female student athletes has to match the percentage of scholarships we're giving out to those sports. Interesting. You know, and, and that percentage is based on if you want to meet prong one is based on what is the percentages of enrollment male to female. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we, we We've always complied prong one, and that's how we're setting it up for cost of attendance. So yeah, it doesn't have to be equal. It has to be equal to the percentages of how you divvy out your scholarships based on your uh, enrollment numbers. Right. Yeah. Okay. So how much theoretically money would it take for you guys to implement it? Well, if we wanted to do the entire gamut, you know, so right. we have you know roughly 200 or so full scholarships of the 350 or 360, 70 student right. athletes we have, right. it would probably t- I, I, we did it just over eight hundred thousand dollars between eight and nine hundred thousand dollars to do it. The interesting thing about cost of attendance, though, is that our number is just shy of thirty eight hundred dollars. It's like thirty seven ninety three or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, you don't have to give all of that. So you can give $1, you can give $50. So when you're talking about each student athlete, um, let's talk about, you know, maybe a basketball team, for instance, because it's it's easier. So women's basketball, you have 15 scholarship student athletes. Full scholarships, right. And so they're getting full scholarships. So if we could say you could get a dollar, you could get a thousand dollars, you could get thirty-seven ninety-three. Right. You know, so it you don't have to give the full. You can give a you can give a percentage. So it's an allotment, basically. Do you it, think it's something important? You know, I think it is. I think when you look at recruiting um, and you look at where we are located and who we are recruiting against, right. uh, I think a lot of coaches will tell you that we're recruiting against the Big Sky Conference, right. we're recruiting against the Mountain West, yep. we're recruiting against the Pac-12, we're recruiting against the West Coast Conference, you know, all those conferences. And there is a, a lot of them that are doing some sort of cost of attendance. Now, for us, we have put a lot of our um, growth into our support areas. So we hired a registered dietitian. Uh, we have fueling stations. We have sports psychologists. Um, we have our healthcare. I, you know, if you go into our training right now, we've got physical therapists and um, sports medicine trained uh, practitioners, and we've got uh, physicians assistants. You know, taking care of our student athletes. So the the, the care is unbelievable. We, have, we hired academic personnel, we've hired strength and conditioning, so the support is there. And I think cost of attendance is another check mark saying, yes, we offer this. We offer all of this, mm-hmm. but oh yes, we offer this. Um, it's it just something now that gets brought up in recruiting and we can say, yeah, we offer it. We offer a form of, of cost of attendance and that goes a long ways in, in recruiting against and trying to get, as we like to say, the best and the brightest right. You know, here in Montana State. If we want to be in that game, then we have to be able to offer at least some form of it and now we're going to be able to.
we've just we're in the middle of doing a big series on all the football recruits every single one of those kids that had high major offers they said well once i got to bozeman i realized that this is as good as it gets yeah and so chode has mentioned multiple times he says i think we're a facility or two away and maybe a cost of attendance away from being pretty much impossible to beat do you agree i do um i do and to be honest it's one of the one of the reasons I'm here. Right. Uh, I, I remember the first time I walked on campus, and it was I was with South Dakota State, and I, blown away, you know, by the playoff game, by the atmosphere, by the community, and it's only grown, right. you know, since then. Uh, I think a lot of recruiting comes down to fit, and when I meet with football, actually all the sports do a great job of bringing student athletes into my office, and I get to meet them and their parents, and and the one thing I always tell them is is fit. Like you have to. Ask the questions that are going to make, basically make the decision for you that this is a fit for me. I'm going to be able to accomplish all my goals academically. I'm going to be able to accomplish my goals athletically. And I'm going to enjoy being here. Mm-hmm. Um, fit is an important thing. And I think when people come to Bozeman and they come to our, on our campus, they're blown away um, with the people that they meet. Uh, they meet with professors and deans and other coaches and staff and administrators and other teammates. And I think they're just blown away about, you know, kind of the atmosphere that we have on this campus and in our community and throughout the state. It's pretty amazing. And then you get them to an event and then, you know, whether a football player, football recruits come into a basketball game or a basketball player is going to a football game or whatever it is, they are just blown away by the support that our fans give us. Last question for you, then just the rest of this academic year, what's your primary objectives for this, the athletic department? Win. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but it is. I mean, we are in the midst of, you know, competition season, you know, with our winter sports in the second half of the Big Sky Conference play and obviously setting ourselves up seeding-wise in the tournament to advance into postseason uh, is huge. Winning conference championships for us has always been a marker that that we want to attain. Uh, And being in position to win conference championships, we're hosting uh, the NCAA Skiing Championships uh, coming up here in a couple weeks. We have the regionals and then then the the ski championships. And, And and then finishing out the you know the spring strong, we've got uh, an, an unbelievable indoor track and field season going, which will then lead right into outdoor and, and tennis and golf and and all the sports that make up who we are. Um, you know, I've I've told all of our coaches and, and anybody that'll listen is that I want to be the best athletic program and athletic department right. in the Big Sky and in this region, yeah. uh, in the country if we can be right, and that means supporting all of our programs in a way so they can be successful. Now that doesn't mean equal but supporting them in a way to put them in a, in a position to be successful individually. And, um, you know, we, we talked a lot about this year, the mantra was take the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a lot of programs do that. Obviously football has done that. Volleyball has done that. Women's basketball is doing, is in the middle of doing that. I even think men's basketball is showing uh, a lot of those signs mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Indoor track and field. I mean, we're going to compete for two conference titles here uh, next weekend. And, and then the, the other spring sports are doing the same thing. So I'm excited about people are com- you don't have to be. You don't have to be mean to be competitive. Right. Our, our, our coaches and our kind of our Bobcat family. They're, they're competitive, and they support one another in a way that is is pretty amazing. And so, I love getting up and coming to work every day, and 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 working on on behalf of our student athletes and our coaches to find ways to put them a, a kind of above the fray and put them in positions to be successful. And I think we're doing a we're doing a pretty good job. We're, we're not there yet. We gotta we gotta continue to make strides. 
You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Leon Costello, the athletic director at Montana State University. Appreciate, again, him taking the time to sit down with Coulter. And uh, there's your ESPN Roundtable. It'll re-air tomorrow. ESPN Roundtable is a collaboration between 1029 ESPN Radio and SkylineSportsMT.com. You can hear that at noon uh, tomorrow here on ESPN Radio. And it is presented by Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls is going to be the proud presenting sponsor of our Bracket Challenge, which we will launch uh, this this next upcoming week. Yep. But we got all sorts of great prizes for you, including winning up to $400 worth of free Paradise Falls, whatever you might want. $250 grand prize from Paradise Falls. In the second place, $150 at Paradise Falls. Third place, $100 at Paradise Falls. But head into Paradise Falls before March Madness begins. That this is, is 500 total. This is the, uh, oh, is it? Yes. I'm great at math. It's okay. Uh, I just don't want to short the total here. The so uh, Hooking the people up. I went into journalism for one reason. Because I didn't have to take a math class. I have not taken I have not taken a math class since I was 16 years old. I passed the AP stats test when I was a junior in high school. Never took math again. That's it. Huh? No question I could not pass fourth grade math right now. Oh, man. <laughs> but I, I can't count the TVs at Paradise Falls. There's 30 of them. I won't, I won't it, ask you to do this math. If you win the $250 grand prize uh, of the bracket challenge to Paradise Falls, and then you take that $250 and go to the late happy hour at Paradise Falls mm. where you have $3 beers mm-hmm. and half-price appetizers. Mm-hmm. How wonderful a night could you have? The answer is very. Very wonderful. Yeah. You could actually probably have about five wonderful nights. With you could. Three. Or you could take some, uh, just a nice group of people and actually That's enjoy right. yourself. That's right. But anyhow, go down to Paradise Falls. they got 30 big screen TVs. If you want to get prepped for the tournament, it's a place to go because you can watch all sorts of games at all sorts of angles. They got everything from the big sky all the way up to the big 12. 18 draft beers. They're always updating their menu. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. One of the great spots on the south side of Missoula, Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, Missoula's coolest hot spot. Quick break. Time for another Wing It Wednesday. Colt just got the questions for you. 329-1899. 329-1899. Call right now. Get yourself some trivia. Go down to the Desperado. Enjoy some wings. 329-1899. Trivia questions with you. Next. Coulter, I don't know about you, but anymore, I just imagine the internet like taking a walk in the park. What do I mean by that? Well, basically, anybody can watch me all the time because I'm in the most public of places, no matter what it is that I'm doing. Even if I'm sitting at uh, a, a restaurant talking and my phone sitting there, I assume the president's listening to me because this is the level of paranoia I've got. If I ever had a business that had to function online, I don't know what I would do. Actually, yes, I do. 
I would be completely secure with Blackfoot Communications because I know at least they know how to keep this thing locked, secured, and private for me as a business owner. Your level of paranoia is certainly concerning, but also in some ways justified because this day and age, you do have to keep yourself safe. We have electronic tracking devices in our pockets. We're on the computer all the time, and you never know when the bad guys might come to get your information and all sorts of other things as well. Blackfoot certainly has you covered when it comes to keeping you secure. At Blackfoot Communications, they do deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup, all of it for businesses across the great state of Montana. They ensure your company's network is online all the time, safe, secure, and running as it needs to be. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. It is time now, Coulter, for our prep extra segment. It is brought to us by the Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank giving away $10,000 scholarships to high school seniors across the uh, state of Montana, across western Montana. Go to FarmersEbank.com to find out more. And the Eastern A uh, Boys and Girls Tournaments have... Uh, divisional tournament, divisional basketball tournaments, have a couple of games that have already begun and gone final. First of all, Laurel beat Sydney 60-41 to in a playoff game. So Laurel will take on Miles City tomorrow. Will Billing Central will play Lewistown. This is on the boys' side. But also, Harden and Glendive, they played. Harden had their way, 72-34. And Livingston, they get by Haver, 54-47. So it's Livingston and Haver in the uh, semifinal game. The other semifinal will be decided tomorrow in the boys' side of things. Harden's the overwhelming favorite in Class A, so that'll be interesting to see if they can keep it rolling because sometimes this time of year being the overwhelming favorite with these extra district tournaments that we weren't used to having can be a way to not necessarily derail your state tournament dreams, but maybe you lose a game you shouldn't because you're looking ahead of the state tournament. But famous left hand in Harden, they are gunning for their second state championship in three years. They lost in the state championship game a year ago, so... Uh, a uh, a chance for redemption and for one of the great players in the state and famous left hand to go out on top. Uh, in the uh, on the girls side of uh, Eastern A, Livingston sixty three twenty seven win over Miles City in a play in game, so they will play Haver tomorrow. Billing Central and uh, uh, Sydney will play tomorrow. The girls just tipping off in the other quarterfinals. Uh, Harden and Lewistown just starting right now, and then uh, later on this evening, Glendive and Laurel. So that is the eastern side of the uh, bracket as it comes to the A uh, Class A. On the western side, this is interesting. They're not starting today. Uh, today. They're starting all tomorrow. So the matchups on the western side of the state, Class A, for boys, Polson versus Frenchtown, Ronan versus Butte Central, Hamilton, Whitefish, and Dillon versus Browning. Colter, do you have a team or two that you like in the Class A on the western side of the thing for the boys? Mm, I think that's going to be a little bit more of an even tournament, certainly. Yeah. Um, not necessarily the powers that have been Harden and Billing Central. So, um, I, th- I think it'll be a little bit more even out west. Uh, Columbia Falls and Corvallis on the girls' side of Western A will play each other. Uh, Whitefish, Dillon, Hamilton, Ronan, and Frenchtown and Browning as well on the girls' side uh, tomorrow. So there you go. There's the setup as far as the Class A goes across the state. Getting down to it, interesting that the Eastern A has a play-in game to to they basically have nine teams that have sort of gotten in. Right. They, I don't know if it was just ties or whatever, but. Both the case for the boys and girls, whereas uh, on the uh, on the western side of the state, not so. And then Coulter, when it comes to double A, 
there's one regular season game left, and then they will get in uh, to their postseason as well. But things still need to get sorted out. But obviously, on the boys' side, it's Hellgate. Sentinel is still there, although Sentinel just had, took a bad loss to the Big Sky boys. I mean, that's a surprising result. Sentinel had been number two in the state. They lost to uh, Hellgate a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, and then fall to Big Sky. They're still certainly one of the better teams by record in uh, the state. But Hellgate, the certainly uh, odds-on favorite going into the postseason. No doubt. And there's there been a lot of debate over Hellgate because there's a debate raging online as well as just around the state of Montana, just, you know, water cooler talk. I've heard some people say that they think this Hellgate team is one of the greatest in the history of the state of Montana. I think this Hellgate team is great. I think they might be among the greatest in terms of compared to their peers, but I've watched them play live twice this year, and I think that they're very, very good. But I would love to see them play against some of the great teams, even just that have come out of Missoula over the right. last 20 years or 25 years, uh, let alone some of the great teams in state history. It's just really hard to say. I think that they are absolutely the cream of the crop in Class AA this year. I mean, they're beating teams by 35 and 40 points. Right. Most of the time, Riley Wooster, Cam Lawrence, and Abe Johnson do not play in the fourth quarter. They have seven seniors. But I also think there's a lot of different factors that go into it. I think the open enrollment, I think the fact that these guys have played together for a long time and they've been building multiple different portions of the sports culture at Hellgate. And I think that Raleigh Wooster is a great talent, certainly. But, uh, I mean, there's this weird misperception that in Montana that there stopped being elite talent in boys basketball 20 years ago. And that's just not true. Yeah, There's been all sorts of elite talent. Guys that have gone and played at Stanford like Josh Eustis and Oregon State like Jack McGillis and all over the big sky, Jordan Haskett from Missoula Sentinel who went to the Grizz, Eric Hankel from Sentinel who went to Eastern Washington. There's been a ton of D1 guys. And so um, I, I, I love the, the embracing the moment of now, and I think yeah. Raleigh Wooster is a phenomenal player, and I think that uh, he, he'll have great success at Utah State. But uh, I pumped the brakes a little bit. I, I said in one of the online forums that there's this argument going on. I said, I think this Hellgate team is great, but I don't even know if they're the best Hellgate team of all time. Do they argue online? I mean, yeah, that I mean, seems dumb. Yeah, right. Uh, hey, one thing, too. We're going to spend time with Class B and C when they get into the state formats of the tournaments. Yeah. But I think it's worth noting in, in Class C, so the in in uh, you know in A and double A there's there's East and West but there's a third in uh, in Class C which is Northern so you have three different divisional tournaments all with eight teams but right now so there's there's more teams that are separated by greater distances in the smaller schools. Okay. Well, you also have the district tournaments at the B and C levels as well. Those right. played out last weekend. Right. So I mean you're talking about a ton of teams playing just oh, to get ton. to this point, uh, but. In Class C right now, there are six boys teams and eight girls teams in the state that right now, as we're already in the postseason, are still either undefeated or have only one loss. I mean, there are some powerhouses in Class C. And when we get to the final eight, I, you know, think reasonably expect most of those teams, not necessarily eight for eight on the girls' side, but six, seven of eight for sure, uh, going to be in that state tournament. And it is going to be fantastic, man. Because Class A, even in Class AA, certainly it's a lot more, you're playing a lot more teams than you match up with again in the state tournament. For many of the Class C, Class B matchups, it's the first time you ever see a team. And the only time is in, in a in a win or go home scenario in a state type of setting. So it's a lot of fun at that level for sure. A few notes on the small schools. 
Manhattan Christian will have a chance, at least at moving into the divisional tournament, to defend their Class C championship on the boys' side. One thing that we haven't mentioned is that R. Lee moved up to Class B this year. Mm. They lost to Missoula Loyola in the third place game of the District 6B tournament this last weekend. So R. Lee will not be playing in the state tournament this year. Unfortunate for the Warriors after their phenomenal run through Class C the last several years. Yep. But Manhattan Christian, even despite the loss of Caleb Belich, who now plays for Montana State, they're still in the mix uh, in Class C, having won the District 11C district tournament. Uh, Missoula Loyola did win that third-place game, so they'll move on to divisionals in Class B as well. Uh, and probably the favorite on the boys' side in Class B is probably one, of, at least one of, probably one of the two favorites is Lodgegrass. They have been mm. phenomenal this year, scoring a ton of points. They scored 82 in the District 3B championship game, but they've had some battles with Harden where they had almost close to 200 points scored in each of those games. And Harden won both those games running away with it, but... Like I told you off the air, I would have loved to watch those games on TV because you, you talk about uh, filling it up, filling it up, some up tempo hoops yeah. getting played by this a, is, a couple this, of those. This, squads. this ain't just three to three. I mean, this is this is hoop, hoop to hoop exactly. playing in this game. Uh, very good. That is our prep extra segment. Plenty more coming both this week and next as we get into a great time of year, the uh, divisional state tournaments of uh, of basketball around the state. It's presented by the Farmers State Banks. It's, Farmer State Bank 2020 scholarship applications available right now. $10,000 scholarships going to be awarded to qualifying seniors in Western Montana this year alone. Details application available at online at farmersebank.com. So go check those out. What do you think, Coulter? Do we just ride out or do you want to have something to say? I can't believe you don't think New Orleans is in the South. I... When I hear about the South, it's a region to me, not just... I mean, Los Angeles ain't in the South, though it's very South. I, I understand. And I, I think there's a barrier that New Orleans hasn't crossed. <laughs> and I say that on very firm footing, having never been in the state of Louisiana myself ever once. You're amazing. I have a friend. I'll ask him. Eric, New Orleans in the South? We'll find out for you. Boys and girls, have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.